Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for Same Race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Yes, brought to you by Master Builders Association of Victoria. Upskill with the Master Builders qualification today. Uh, John's on Friday, and today I've written about uh, Brandon Smith. But firstly, Storm versus Roosters. Storm win. Um, definitely top four. Chance top two. Roosters win. Book a uh, final spot. Lose may have to beat the Bunnies in the last round at the New Allianz Stadium to make the finals, which would make that just one of the one of the biggest games in that rivalry, particularly if both, both sides are hanging by a thread. A ding-dong battle. It would be a ding-dong battle. Uh, but I've written about uh, Brandon Smith, uh, Webby Beak. The last two weeks, he has been, I think, two of the best games I've seen him play, Brandon. Mm, absolutely. He's just a powerhouse. And... For the Storm, it must be bittersweet because you just cannot replace Brandon. A player like that and a personality like Brandon Smith, what a loss he's going to be for next year. What's your assessment of his form throughout the season? Uh, I thought he was underdone for mm. most of the year. Um, talking to, I spoke to Frank Panisi about it. I said the last two weeks, I said he has been amazing. And Brandon, the turning point in his season was the suspension. He said he he went in after the game. He was shattered. He knew he was in lots of trouble. Um, he said, "I've let the team down." And mate, he went in and actually apologized apologized to the team. Then walked in, apologized to the referee for no other reason that he was genuinely sorry. Mm. He said that like he felt <clears throat> he wasn't doing it to try to get off. He just said, uh, "Yeah, he was." But and what? But the the crucial thing was that the moment. The Monday after, when they returned to training, from that moment until he started training with the side again for the next two and a half weeks, he just absolutely just hammered himself mm. in training. They said they've never seen him train so hard and so intense. He's lost weight. You know, while talking about, you know, while the, they were pouring through the video, he was just out there pouring in sweat. He was just, he just worked his ass off. And uh, he said to the players that he was going to repay them, and he's doing that. Mm. Oh, seriously, it's it's such a, you're right, it's this bittersweet moment for the Storm. They had this incredible year when all the negotiations were happening. I'm sure the Storm kind of sat back and said, okay, tough to lose him, but look how good our roster is. Then we come into this year and the time when they needed someone, anyone to give them energy, it was a the cheese. They'd lost four or so on the trot. Cheese comes back in. And I, I honestly, I think Storm might be sitting there going, you know what, mate, could we chase a bit harder to keep him mm. at, the, at the Storm? And or, it's just, mm. he's been absolutely incredible. And often we get these really tough little fellas and they don't have the same explosiveness to match their toughness. He's the rare mix of both. He yeah. has the explosiveness to match his toughness. Do you know, watching him beat the last couple of weeks and Webby, 
Mate, the ferocity that he's taken the ball up mm. uh, against the Gold Coast and particularly against Penrith when they won that game 16-0. He was hitting the line that hard. Just even over the broadcast, you could hear the thud. Oh, because before I went away, there was some, some games where he wasn't like that. Uh, no. It wasn't like what I, what you're used to from him. This, the this decision to go to the Roosters, it was, it was, it's been acrimonious with the Storm as much mm. as they want to paint it otherwise. So um, I think it says a lot about him and I think his relationship with Craig Bellamy. Spot on. That he's, that he's become, that he's come good at the part of the season when he has to. But it, it, wasn't a, it hasn't been a pleasant um, departure. No, it hasn't been. But as you said before, Weeby, I think it says a lot about the club and Bellamy and Brandon. As you said, that he's playing the type of football he is now and the fact that he stayed at the club. When it first happened, when they had the um, problematic off-season, which included that big one, him signing with the bit of rivals. At that point, I thought I was like, I see this every year. I know how this ends. Yeah. Um, club and player um, blue. Um, another club comes calling. Player says, I'm not happy. I want to release. Club goes, well, you don't want to keep a player who doesn't want to be here. It's over. Never happened with Brandon. Mm, they just got on with it. I, I tell you what, I reckon they've got such a – They've, the way that they've structured it at Melbourne, where Bellamy is so far removed from the contract negotiations, yep. where he can just concentrate on football and his relationship with the players. So the players can be cranky with management and whoever, with how things are playing out contract-wise, but still put in for the coach. Mm. And that's a very rare dynamic at football clubs these days. And it also gives the coach a bit, not an out, but he can say, look, mate, it's just it's just out of my hands. Like, yeah. you know, I wanted exactly. you to stay. And I remember last year with Wayne Bennett when he kept coming out and saying, oh, I would have kept Reynolds, I would have kept Reynolds. Yeah. That was all to try to get them to a grand final, keep mm. him happy. I, hang on. and But aren't I reading that Wayne now is responsible for getting him to, Bron- the, to Brisbane? Yes. I mean, look, yeah, I don't, I'm not sure about that. I'm not sure about yeah, that. Yeah, Reportedly. He, he, well, he, yeah. Reportedly. He's doing everything, Wayne. Um <laughs> He's a KGL Fox, Wayne. He's, as I said in the show last night, he's been doing the shit from the 80s, mate. He knows what he's doing. Uh, he's puppeteering. A couple of things about the Storm playing. It's, they, they've in, in a game where a lot of the players are around the same side, same build these days, they've created some beautiful mismatches. Putting putting Nelson on the edge, and this come about, <clears throat> Nelson on the edge, almost by accident, because my young like Cooper come into the side and they knew that they were going to send Kikau at him so they said, we're going to jam. We're going to put a bodyguard alongside you in, in Nelson. And not only do that, but the opposite effect is that, mate, he found himself just against edge defenders mm. and he's just charging out of the top of them. So it's been that mismatch as far as size. On the reverse, the other mismatch has been through the middle. So whereas Nelson, it's big versus small. With Brandon Smith through the middle, it's short, stocky and powerful and fast against tired and tall, mm. if you know what I mean. And, and what's interesting about this, the irony is because Brandon, one of the reasons Brandon's left because he wants to play nine and Harry Grant's there. The best combination at the moment it, through the middle at Melbourne is Brandon Smith, Harry Grant. When You watch when Brandon runs, he just pokes through and Harry just scoops and goes. Yeah, it's, it's really interesting, the Storm. You're right, like it's this polar opposites. They've almost identified that. And I think I think Trent Robinson has identified this too because he actually carries two smaller blokes on the bench now. Mm. But... It's interesting that Harry Grant, he's probably the best ball running nine in the comp now. When Damien Cook used to be that, and you're yep. right with 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 
when you get Brandon Smith and he gets the ball, the problem with a short, stocky guy is the target area is so much harder to get a hold of him. So him finding finding his front is almost sometimes easier than a big, tall, rangy guy. Mm. And Cheese does it better than anyone, seriously Mm. better than anyone. I'm interested in the Roosters. So this is the first time that their first-choice spine of Tedesco, Walker, Kiri, and Verrills will play the Storm. So I'm interested to see how that – they seem like they're getting momentum at the right time of year. I wonder if they're – I reckon they'd be thinking at the moment, "Mm, probably did the wrong thing letting Verrills go. Mm. Like the one-two punch of uh, Smith and Verrills particularly because Brandon wants to play nine. Mm. But a little bit like Reuben Cotter of the Cowboys, who was a nine who's gone into a running middle forward. Brandon, at the moment, is the best running middle forward in the game. Mm. And, you know, Verrill's in at nine, uh, or coming off the bench and hopping into nine, and Brandon going to a running forward could have been a great one-two combination. They've gone the other way. <laughs> the, the Okay, if it's Harry Grant and it's Brandon S- Smith through the middle, the middle third threat of the Roosters, and, and it was this combination that really set their compass was Manu and Tedesco. And when Luke come back in the side, Luke Keery, I thought, okay, how are they going to do this? Because Manu, Manu was just driving them mad through the middle. Trent Robinson has just basically said to Manu, anytime you want, anytime you think something's on, every time you think that the opposition middle's a little tight, just drift inward. And he's just, he's done it really well, Manu. He and Tedesco, that's, that's the key combination for the Roosters. Mm. Playing so great like, football. It seems like they play a lot of on-the-ball Football. Like they're playing fast. Yeah. Look, what I've really noticed with the Roosters, I think at the start of the year they were unsure whether they just wanted to be like a big power game through the middle. And I think Robbo has basically decided that first 20 minutes I put my massive boppers on my lodge and my Hargreaves and we, we just we just bash them through the middle. But then I bring on the little fellas mm. to take the game to an even higher pace. And I think a lot of teams are struggling to when the bench does come on for the Roosters and Connor Watson comes on, mm. um, they're struggling to go with the pace through the middle with Manu, Teddy, and Watson. And Butcher. Yeah, too, Butcher as well. Leg speed. I, I'd always heard big raps about Matt Lodge. And up until this year, I didn't see it. I thought at the Broncos, I thought he, I thought he looked cumbersome. I thought he was a liability in defence. He has been... He's been a blessing for the Roosters, Webby. He's mm. been outstanding. Yeah, that was my next question. Like, there was so much chatter about whether he was a Roosters type of player and they'd sort of gone back on their own ethos about who they bring into the club. It sounds like he's been a raging success for them. It's interesting with Lodge. I agree with you. Like, I was of the mind of, has Rugby League passed that kind of big front rower? Totally agree with you. And he's just come out this year and proven that, no, he actually, there is still a space in the game for a big, big front rower that gets through the tough yards and he's been incredible for the Roosters. Uh what do you think, boys? Um, I think Roosters will be slightly more desperate than the Storm, but toughest road trip in the last 15, 20 years in the game, Melbourne and Melbourne. What are we thinking? My, well, just I haven't watched a lot of football um, in the last month, but my, I, the feeling I got, I'm getting is that the Roosters are really coming good at the right time of year. I reckon at 2.35, they're, they're a good bet. Mm. Yeah, I'm going Roosters. I just think the momentum they brought into this game, but also the desperation they'll be playing with will just be just be enough to get them across the line. In saying that, if if Melbourne can manage to complete at a high rate, they're almost impossible to beat. Like because mm. Harry Grant is, I, I he's just so good in so many areas. Like okay, yeah, he can fatigue a little bit, but his damage around the ruck it is it is when you're watching it as an opposition or like when he was playing the Broncos. 
every time he gets the ball, you're like, oh, there's nearly going to be a try. And I just think that every other hooker in the game at the moment, in regards to that, he's just out and out the best. What about, uh, like there's certain players in the game that you describe as can't miss. I remember Gus saying about Nathan Cleary. They said, he said, got the football intelligence, but he's just made of the right stuff. Same with Harry Grant. Mm. You just look at him when he came into grade and you just go, earthy bloke, a lot of integrity, really talented, can't miss. Mm. Tough as nails. Uh, we'll take a break. Uh, Tropic Thunder next. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91.